3: Washington, back to Doncic Fade away. Oh, my goodness. Blow out the candles. Luka hits
4: the extremely
3: difficult shot, drawing the foul as
4: well. That was the call last night on Bally. The Mavs bounce back from the Cleveland ending, which the league said they got right in like four of the five instances. They beat the Raptors 136 To one twenty-five. This is the 8 o'clock hour of Sean, RJ, and Bobby here on DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. Before we get back to the Mavericks and the power rankings, Dallas Stars deal. They acquired Chris Tanev and Cole Brady in a three-team trade with Calgary and the Devils. And the Hockey Hawk, Gavin Spittle, was giving me the recap of this. He said Tanev is a—well, actually, I'll read— His Twitter account first at GJ Spittle. Uh, Of course, Spits and Suds podcast. He said, "I I really like this deal for the stars. You land a top NHL trade candidate in Tanev. Calgary retained salary to make it happen. You kept your first round pick and protected your top prospects. Solid trade. Then he told me Tanev is a warrior. Great at blocking shots. Is a solid, solid defenseman. You land a top candidate, as he said in his tweet. And uh, he seems to be a fan of it for the stars.
3: Good. Good. Uh, you know, the trade deadline, you uh, know, look, your, your main goal is to uh, obviously get better, but keep who you have and keep what resources you have. Maybe there's another one on the horizon. Maybe there's another thing they can do. All
4: right. Dallas Mavericks beat the Raptors. Uh, Tretmart.com text line 877 881 1053. Luca doing it on his birthday with a 30, 16, and 11 triple double. Uh, how about P.J. Washington? His best game as a Maverick. When you look at what he... And he was, he was feeling it so much, he was not trying to burn any clock at the end. He was either stat padding, lack of awareness, or he just wanted the score. 23 points, that's his Mavs career high. Seven rebounds, ties his Mavs career high. Three blocks, Mavs career high. Nine of 18 from the field, Mavs high. Five of 10 from three, Mavs high that all from Mavs Muse and Derek Lively doing all the dirty work with five blocks so the Mavs getting that W yep starting lineup yesterday shoots seventh seed now in the Western Ooh. Conference
5: yep there there look it's a it's a steady climb that's what we're worried about here but yeah I mean starting lineup yesterday shoots fifty five percent the PJ Washington thing was gonna come around like like I I don't think we were we could expect that he was gonna continue to struggle that way. It's just the ebbs and flows natural of the season had hit a little bit of a down point on his way out of Charlotte. And then coming back this way, it just kind of continued and carried over. So hopefully he's starting to find a little bit more of a rhythm. Anything, dear God, anything to keep Tim Hardaway Jr. off the floor, please. So hey, Tim, had had
4: a, Tim, Tim had a good night for him. He had a good night for him. Uh, you know, they're running the highlight reel package on Bally after he shot like two bricks. I was yeah. like, oh, what we're, is we're that
5: desperate? Four for 10 from three. Great. So, what does that mean? We'll get uh, two for his next forty-seven. So that's what we're in line for coming up with the uh, Maverick schedule. I guess is Tim Hardaway struggles.
4: I'm uh, I'm I'm trying to get closer to a bold Maverick oh, proclamation. I love bold. I'm uh, I'm 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 trying to come up with formalizing my hot hot take. May not be as hot as Mike Bassick's NBA championship take, but it could be very very close. First, I want to see where the Mavericks are now in. The power rankings. And before we get to them, Kendrick Perkins, basic's favorite on ESPN, talking about the Mavs as a contender.
6: I am buying it. And, and I said it last week, I feel like Luka is the most dangerous player in the Western Conference. Um, I, I mean, the pieces that they picked up at the trade deadline, P.J. Washington, that was a huge pickup. And also the kid from uh, from the Washington Wizards, I think when you look at what Luka has been doing and Kyrie has been doing, one could argue that they has been, they have been the most, you know, lethal offensive duo in the game. Jason Kidd got them playing fantastic ball on both sides of the floor. I love what this kid Derek Lively is bringing to the table. Tim Hardaway Jr., he could be up for six man of the year right now what he's doing. And right now, it looks like they're playing a gender-free basketball, and everybody has bought into oh, their roles. Oh. And when I look at the Western Conference, no team really want to face that duo of Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic because both of those guys are capable of having an explosive offensive night that can win you a game in any series or win you a series in any against any opponent in the Western Conference. Go ahead, Chop.
3: <laughs> the hell is gender-free basketball? <laughs> Hey man, it's a, it's new age. It's new age. new age. I've never heard I've never heard analysis like that. But I, I don't know. <laughs> he said agenda free. Okay, that makes sense. All right, he had the. Uh, I, it, okay, he got okay, me at okay, first he, uh, he kind of put an R on the end there, like yeah. like, like Clark could come in and dominate. Like like somebody would say Utah. It's, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like they would throw that in because yeah. they're going on to the next word. Yeah. All right. Agenda-free. Okay. I got, agenda. I, he got I thought he said gender-free. I was like, what? Agenda-free. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Bobby.
6: Agenda-free basketball. Gender, okay, there you here go. we go. All there right. You
3: go. There you go. There you go. If, you, if, you, if you break it down like that, there you go. All right. So,
4: Bobby, RJ, and I are going to guess where the Mavericks end up in these NBA power rankings. Who are these coming out from? These are from ESPN. Okay. okay. So, we'll Timothy Bond temps. We'll start at the top. Yep. Ralph, would you like to go first?
3: Boston. Boston.
5: Got it. The Boston Got Celtics it. hold that number one ranking with a record of 46 and 12. They've uh, they've had that number one ranking now for like weeks for ESPN. So, number 1 is Boston. Opponent for the Ma- the next opponent for the Mavericks, by the way.
4: I'll go second, I guess. Oh, by the way, yeah. So, what was the Porzingis love? That you were reading the other Oh my day.
5: gosh, yeah. So this was a, Yahoo had written a, an article that, you know, we, we all felt like Kristaps Porzingis had just, what was the deal? Why, why wasn't he a chemistry fit here? Why did he have his issues in New York that he did? Well, Boston loves him. Things are just clicking into place for some reason in Boston of all places. Couldn't handle the Dallas media, you know, couldn't handle New York, but all of a sudden he goes to Boston and things are just great there. Uh, Joe Missoula talked about how Kristaps Porzingis just makes life easier for him. Uh, you know, he couldn't get on the same page with Luca. He's apparently super close. Best friends on and off the court with Jalen Brown. They're Porzingis? Yeah, they're really tight. They, like, do a bunch of, like, pranks on each other and, like, videos mm. and stuff like that when they're off the court. We're not uh,
4: analyzing their high fives like we did here? No,
5: not the same thing. Jason Tatum <laughs> had talked about, hey, the way that Miami played us last year and some of the teams that played us, the way that, you know, they caused trouble for us. Kristaps uh, Porzingis essentially... Is the ultimate answer to that. You you can't do the sort of things with double teams and stuff like that that you want to do when we've got Porzingis. So I don't know what gives there. If that's maturity like is Porzingis just becoming more mature? Is Luca difficult? Does it even matter? Like the question since Kyrie is Kyrie. It's like the same thing we talk about with Brunson, but it's a little odd. Like in Boston of all places, it's like, oh, Porzingis is hmm. the hero
4: here. I will guess number two is the Minnesota Timberwolves. Nope. <sighs> Oklahoma City. Nailed it, Chop. Basketball Basketball choppy choppy. coming to play, baby. Number three. You want to stay on fire here? Uh, Let's go Minnesota three. No. Uh, Denver. Denver Nuggets. Correct.
5: Number four. How about the
4: disrespect for the Minnesota Timberwolves?
5: Top 14. Number four is the Minnesota Timberwolves, which you guys would have guessed. Number five.
3: (sighs) The Dallas Mavericks.
5: No, it's not the Dallas Mavericks. Slow down, Basic.
4: I, I will say it's, oh. either, it's either the Clippers, Clippers or the Cavs.
5: It is the Clippers. Got that one. Uh, I, I
4: mean, I, you gave me credit. I said it, was, it was like a 50-50 guess. Thank you. <laughs> Walk it off. Uh, and, and then Cleveland?
5: No, Cleveland is number seven. So number six, you've got a team between Cleveland and the Clippers.
3: Cleveland uh, and the Clippers. The Philly? Nope. Nope. Uh, Philly? I mean, look, you. MB is yeah, not there. It doesn't matter. You know, power rankings. It doesn't
4: matter. They still, the still got Eric Snow
5: and
3: Aaron McKee. They're good. Um, Let's
4: go. Uh, Phoenix? Nope. Mavs?
5: Eastern Conference. Uh, Knicks? No. Milwaukee. Knicks are eight.
3: Milwaukee. Milwaukee,
5: Milwaukee is six. <laughs> I told you they don't matter. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Doc Rivers Impact. Uh, you guys just named the number nine team, the Phoenix Suns. And then coming in at number 10,
4: the Dallas Mavericks. The,
5: the, Dallas the, 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 the Dallas Mavericks, who are for the first time, cracked the ESPN rankings in like six weeks. Uh, they hadn't been in the top ten for quite wow. a while, which is insane to me. Six weeks ago, their record was not that good. They played
4: okay mm-hmm. um coming into those rankings, and ESPN had them sixth six hey, weeks ago. Hey, here's what I'll say about the Mavericks right now. I want to stay far, far away from them if I'm another Western conference team dangerous. They're really, really dangerous. And if if the Dallas Mavericks, I'll stop short. I'll stop short of basic. If the Dallas Mavericks made it to the Western Conference Finals, I would not be shocked. No, I wouldn't either. I think they're a Western Conference Finals possibility now with what they have going. Um I, I mean,
3: mean, nobody wants to see them. No, hell no.
5: In their write-up, Tim McMahon points out talking about how just small the margins are in the Western Conference playoff race right now. He says, how tight is the fight? When the Mavs' seven-game winning streak was snapped Sunday in Indianapolis, Dallas slipped from fifth to eighth in the standings. Like, it's just that quick. And this is a ridiculous East Coast swing they have going on uh, for the next several games. uh, They've got Boston coming up. That's the next game. And then it is at home for an Eastern Conference set against the Sixers, Pacers, and the Heat.
4: I thought everyone was just down on Milwaukee so I didn't that's why it took us so long to get them and being incorrect with ESPN's power rankings you got to relay this Dame Lillard story this made me sad last
3: night Man this made me sad too so Dame obviously got traded in the offseason to uh the Milwaukee Bucks and in the c- process of getting dealt and leaving and going to Milwaukee he split with his wife and there was a story now in Sports Illustrated about this entire situation. So he, he split with her on October 2nd, a week after he was dealt from Portland to Milwaukee. Um, And he's like, I'm such a family guy. I, my life is my family. So after games, his family would come out and they would be there in the back waiting for him. His kids would come out of this playroom uh, there's a playroom for the families there. His mom, his brother, his cousins, they had all moved there. All of his friends, he says, were in Portland. Um this past month in Indy, his kid when he was named the MVP in the MVP and the winner of the three point contest, his kids were all there, right? By the way, all of his best friends, he says, are in Portland. They would go to dinner all the time. They come to his house at the practice. He says, Now, I'm lonely. I'm filled up. I was filled up by those people, all those people that used to be in his life. And now he's like, I have no life. I go to practice. I go home. I watch boxing. I play video games. I type in this boxing website, Fight Hype, on YouTube hundred times a day, praying for something new to be on there. Uh he goes, I have zero life. Uh and but that's what comes to making a big boy decision. You gotta be down for that and figuring it out. Like his kids are where? Are they in Portland with his ex wife? Right. You know, they're not with they're not with him now. He's, I mean, his friend now, and you know this, when you move to a new city after you, that you didn't grow up in, your friends become work friends for the most part. And there's an element of people that want to get away from that. Like, they don't want to hang out with just work friends. Right. So it's, it's a tough spot for Dame Little to be in. And I, I imagine the transition's difficult on the floor. Yeah, you can concentrate on your craft more because you're doing nothing but that. But sooner or later, like, you need a a break. I don't know, I just, I, 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 thought, I found that it's we kind of We never hear that side of it. No. We, never, we never hear
4: that side of it after the trade, separating from your family and Dame saying, I'm so bored, I just go and refresh the same boxing yeah. page and pray that new content right. comes
3: now, up. Now, look, if you if you get traded in the NHL to Vegas, okay, you're in Vegas, right, whatever, you, yeah, you get in trouble, or New York City, you go to Milwaukee. <laughs> Milwaukee in the wintertime, I can't imagine there's many places that, like, you actually would, you know, rather not be than Milwaukee. In the winter time.
5: Yeah, I mean, that's just brutal. I know we've talked about the show uh True Detective before, which is obviously this dark show about murder and stuff like that. But that first season, the thing that made me the sickest about that was the, the flash forward to how sad and lonely like Woody Harrelson's character yeah. was after the divorce and he was away from his family. It's that's the heartbreaking stuff.
4: Are we responsible for stopping a fast food empire from raising their prices? And RJ. We got to check his temperature. He's going to defend President Biden oh. <laughs> over ice cream. Next on Sean and RJ. But Below the belt coming up at eight forty. Back to your World Series champion, Texas Rangers, at nine. And then we say below the belt. Bye bye to Below the Belt for a couple of days as we send Bobby off to the NFL Combine in Indianapolis at nine twenty. You don't care for that? I don't care for that. You're gonna miss Bobby? Yeah. Aw. That's
5: sweet. We all get someone's
3: gotta be dumber than me in here.
5: That's true, but Peyton's in here.
3: Although he isn't in
5: the oh, room, he's yeah, on the other side yeah. of the glass. You were in
3: the morning show, Bobby.
4: Someone tweeted: Kyle tweeted the payload at 6:40 keeps going this well. Sharif is going to have to start calling it Sean, RJ, Bobby, and Peyton. Oh! And then you responded: Let's go, hey Alec, start learning Chinese, buddy. Yeah. What does that
3: mean? That's like an NBA reference, you know? Like if you start screwing up in the NBA, they send you off to China. It's, to the, it's the it's
4: the old yeah.
5: That's a that's the, that was the the Dirk. Trash talk line that everybody said was so brutal is Dirk, when he used to get you, he'd say, you better start learning Mandarin.
4: Ah, okay. Hey, craziest story of the week, Tyreek Hill. What the heck
3: <laughs> is going yeah. on with this story and this woman? Okay, so he's being sued by a plus-sized influencer, okay? Only fans. Her name is Sophie's Selfies. 224 on Instagram. Sophie Selfies. S O P H I E S S E L F I E S 224. Okay. Sophie Selfies. Try to follow along the best you can. This
4: is amazing. He, this is this is just perfect Tyreek. Perfect Tyreek. Whether it's Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown's the one seed, but but he's got the one seed cornered on crazy, but Tyreek Hill is right there when it comes to bizarre. As yesterday, with the story coming out that Tom Brady apparently thinks Giselle was cheating on him for years, Antonio Brown responds on social media with his Giselle Super Bowl picture and be like, really, Tom? You surprised? Yeah, did A.B. know something? Yeah, did A.B. know
3: something? He's such a piece of crap. So this girl uh, broke her leg after she says Tyreek charged at her with, quote, crushing force during a backyard football lesson. So She's 29. She says that he felt humiliated when she managed to hold her own and knock him backwards during a series of practice drills <laughs> at his Florida mansion. <laughs> and that he retaliated by rushing at her, knocking her to the ground with such ferocity, she needed reconstructive surgery and months of physical therapy. Okay. Uh, now, right, pause. He, pause. Pause. Pause.
4: So, this plus size Instagram model. Went over to Tyreek Hill's house, and they engaged in football drills where she kind of had her way with Tyreek in winning yeah. some of the football drills.
3: Right. So here's how this whole thing starts. Please, he she says that he spent he sent her flirtatious Instagram messages. Messages. She says this. She says this. All right. Now is Tyreek divorced or not? Because that know. was a thing. Who knows?
4: His house caught on fire, and then Mike Florio said he filed for divorce papers. He came back and said, no, that's not true. I don't know where that stands.
3: Yeah, so he she enrolls her son, 10-year-old, in the Tyreek Hill football camp, okay? The day after, according to her, he sent her flirtatious Instagram messages. Lots of people like to slide into other people's DMs. It's amazing. Yeah, Antonio uh, Brown did that with Slater. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Now, she says that he refused to believe that she was six foot one, which is three inches taller than him. He flew her to Florida on June 28th, invited her to hang out at a $7 million mansion, and defendant Hill invited her to participate in offensive drills with him. He told her that since her 10-year-old son played offensive lineman, she should practice that position as well. He asked her to adopt uh, a defensive line position and said, rush me, as if... She was chasing the quarterback. She did as instructed, and on contact caused him to be pushed backwards, garnering laughter from witnesses. Ah, oh, Tyreek beat. I mean, including the defendant's mother, sister, friend, and trainer. Apparently embarrassed by his loss of stability. Uh, his attitude changed, and he became angry. He was embarrassed. He was embarrassed. I'm mad. For the next few plays, he instructed her to play offense, hiking the football to an imaginary quarterback, and he became the pass rusher. <laughs> and on the third play, Hill rushed through as she held her own against him. <laughs> and on the fourth one, he got so mad. It's like Bradley Cooper and Wedding Crashers. Yeah, hit her with violent <laughs> sack grunge. great force, <laughs> resulting in significant and serious injuries. Wow. And we wish uh, Sophie Hall a, a very speedy recovery. Who does? We. Oh, we do. So the royal we. Of oh, Okay, I was going to say. Like, Which a very them. speedy recovery. So her
4: mother and sister got flown out there
3: as well. Interesting. Well, it was his mother and sister that were there. Oh, so his so, mom yeah, and yeah. sister. Okay. I have...
5: we they, they played the Dolphins this year. I watched tape. I completely believe that Tyreek Hill was unable to block her. Like, I mean, I've seen Tyreek Hill struggles to block anybody. He's 130 pounds soaking wet. That, that all sounds totally true to me. The unrealistic part of this is... Wait, so
4: you're buying that the plus-size model kind of won some of the
5: one-on-ones? I 100% believe she stonewalled him looking at her pictures. She so is... yeah, I think
3: that that's definitely she, the case. She did have a surgery, um, a weight surgery. She was 6'1", 270. So now she lists herself as 6'1", 200, uh, which... That's still bigger than Tyreek, right? Tyreek is five ten. He's a he's probably close 183. to one eighty three. One eighty three, yeah. Yeah,
5: because what is he? He's uh he, he's I mean he's he's thick, jacked, like, he's yeah. Jacked. He yes. is, but I mean he still is. He's a little guy. He
3: like I mean that's going to be tough. I there's no way he can survive this on the NFL. The NFL is going to destroy him. Like the players trash talk with this. Oh, you think like the kid beating
4: or the wife beating or whatever accusations that that hasn't gotten to him. If, I, if if he if he if he got past that, I he think obviously
3: got more upset over this. <laughs> yeah, this
5: is uh. Look, I mean, this whole story sounds ridiculous. Like, if he really did this, this just in general, the the fact that this there was like a, a place that this was able to happen because of this insane practice rep that he set up is he he deserves whatever's coming to him.
4: I can't even talk about this seriously. Like, you you just gave like a serious. Sentence or two. I can't, I can't. I I can't. I don't. I don't believe anything in the Tyreek Hill universe. I guess I. That means I should possibly believe yeah, this. I mean that maybe it did happen.
3: She does have a broken leg. She got a broken leg somehow, and she and does? she says it's from him. So
4: wow! <sighs> Cannot wait for the follow ups on that.
5: Yeah, I had to. I had to give you serious because there are just too many things I know I could say here as jokes that would get us in trouble.
4: All so. right, chop. What's going on with the ice cream?
3: Okay, I am here. This doesn't happen often, okay? And I had to check. I had to check myself. But I'm here to defend the president. The what?
4: The president. The president.
3: Uh, There is some... There are some people on the Twitters and on the social medias and on the TVs, okay? Clay Travis is going after him for this. And this guy on Fox... I don't don't watch news. I don't watch news at all. Uh, Jesse Waters is on Fox News. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know this guy. Yes. Uh, Jesse is very prominent. And he is uh going after the president for eating ice cream in public
4: the ice cream you know my rule about right. men eating soup in public mm-hmm. i don't think it's manly to go like that with a soup and you're blowing on it. it's just a, not a good look i th- <laughs> think the same thing for ice cream you should save
3: that for vacation mm. a grown man especially the president should not be licking ice cream mm. in public I look. I I being imagine being so insecure that you derive your masculinity through food, <laughs> frozen food that for that matter. I I am I am not going to stand. I guess hot dogs are out too for for Fox for old Jesse. Yeah, yeah. I am not going to stand for ice cream slander. Listen, I know maybe Jesse thinks that licking an ice cream cone uh, is is one small step away from licking something else. Maybe that's what he thinks. It's lunacy. Lunacy. Give me all the ice cream you want. I don't one care if it's soft serve. Dry. I love soft serve. Okay? And by the way, if you have too much soft serve in your life, bluechew.com, promo code RJ. <laughs> but I have no problem licking an ice cream cone. I will lick it from the bottom to the top. I will lick it hard. I will lick it soft. It doesn't matter what it is. You want to throw some stuff on there? You want to throw some sprinkles on there? Nuts. Some chocolate soft? You want to give me all the nuts you can? I don't care. I will not you can, there's a lot of things you can complain about in this world. Men licking an ice cream cone should be the least of our worries.
4: I'll probably end up taking a loss here. In fact, it's a definite loss, but I'll try to I'll try to demonstrate on this lotion bottle. Okay. I know, Chop. I'll end up topping you here. Where are we going? Suck with this? it for charity. Is this <laughs> is this more about the way you need to eat ice cream is not like this with the lick, but it's supposed to be like the you know what I mean? You're
3: supposed
4: to kinda of take the like Vince right mouth there, bites yeah. of it. Like you're not supposed to lick it like a puppy dog would do a puppuccino. It's supposed to be like, you know, you kinda of
3: yeah. engulf it I just more. Didn't slurp him like you did. You're supposed to bury your face in it. Take That's notes, buried, I bury yeah. It's a
4: ca- no, it's a casual eat. It's, it's a casual sure. eat an ice cream but, uh, cone. You
3: know, again like that soft serves easy. It's so it's a must lick. You, you, you eat the no, top. you can yeah. eat it from the top. But then, then it's going to drip. And it's got to get all around the side, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's ice cream, man. I mean, like, yeah. I, I think knowing
5: Jesse Waters' reputation and hearing him this talk is where there.
4: This is where we are in news coverage, by the way. This this is where we are in politics and news coverage. CNN and MSNBC would pick apart the way that Donald Trump eats his medium-well steak or his cheeseburgers <laughs> And Fox News will pick apart Biden for the way he eats his ice cream. It's so predictable. It's such a freaking
5: joke. I feel like this is a troll job. I feel like this is like intentionally trying to like, oh, let, let's get this one out there.
3: It's, uh, uh, it's a gateway dessert. Who said that? Truckrents.com text line. That's pretty good. Gateway dessert. How would uh, how
4: do you think Biden would would order ice cream? Uh, uh,
3: or... well, uh, the uh, peaches, uh, butter. Uh, the pecans, the butters. I want Fox, the pres- Fox. I want the how can we help and you, and Mr. Pralines. President? What, what can we serve oh, you Oh, Fox, with? I want the uh, pralines and, and the cream.
4: <laughs> I want the cream. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, so there it is. Uh, and then you're going to defend the president one more time. He's talking uh, yeah. about a
4: secret to a great relationship.
3: He, he's 100% right. Okay, he's 100% right on this one. It's amazing he was able to say it in, 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 a, all right. in a complete sentence. All but right. Uh, all right. He says the key to their 47-year marriage has been good sex. Ooh, Ooh, I think he's 1,000% right on that baby. one. I don't know what old Dr. Jill's working with, but uh, that, that is 1,000%.
4: Maybe tie his ice cream. Maybe to this it's maybe
3: I mean, maybe. Yeah,
5: maybe if we get Different a, a tech- replay, we we see exactly how he attacks that that ice cream cone. Oh, then man. that may that may give us the answer right there. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I want to see if anyone gets worked up over the ice cream topic. If you allow politics to consume your life that much and people I, uh, I don't think anyone in our audience would be that silly. Uh, To be that foolish, like oh gosh, look at the way he's eating the ice cream. (laughs) Especially after the show you just gave us,
5: that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be Carter Freeman's (laughs) top clip on the fan cam highlights at the end of the year.
4: And unfortunately, this lotion bottle had like the lotion at the end of it, yeah, kind of dripping dripping out, dripping off, yeah, a little pre lotion. Oh, (laughs) pre or post? three or post? I think you should have to do the tease now. Oh, I'm not going to try to be a oh, professional after that.
5: Cowboys players think <laughs> I'm an idiot, and we have data points to back it up. That's next in below The belt oh, right go.
2: here on The Fan. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast.
3: This is Tony Kornheiser Show. I'm Tony. We expect someone else?
4: The great Bobby Belt. You ruined
0: the morning show.
4: Don't make me take off my belt. Don't make me take off my belt.
5: The Cowboys players may be the ones that are responsible for Mike McCarthy still having his job. More on that in just a second. The NFLPA did their annual survey. We talked about this a little bit where they got over 1,700 anonymous responses from players about the state of facilities and, you know, the locker room, team travel, ownership, everything like that. And one of the things that they really drilled down on was coaching and how good your coaches are. Now, on these rankings, the NFLPA only lists consistently, they're only listing two results. And that's if players feel like the coach is efficient with their time and if players feel like the coach listens to the locker room, they were asking other questions, like asking them to give us your your grade. Give us your grade out of 10 on your head coach. They don't list that for every coach in the results. There's a couple of them they are. Oh, And so, like, for instance, Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh is somebody who ranked sixth in players feeling like they're efficient with his time, and he was ninth in listening to the locker room, yet he finished fifth Because the grade he got, this is one of the ones they show, he got a 9.6 out of 10 from the players, and that's good for fifth overall. So these rankings are based on what, like, like, the actual grade for the rankings of the coach overall are just, they asked him to give an individual rating. Give us a rating on your coach, tell us what it is, and then they stacked them that way. And then they asked them individual questions where they fell down. So it's interesting to see somebody like Tomlin who, the specific questions they ask, he falls lower across the league than when you just say okay, but how do you rate your coach? And then they rate uh, him higher, so it, it gets a little squirrely there. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a little specific. So, is there anybody in particular that you're interested in in knowing about? Now, one of the things, Sean, I know we talked about earlier, we we're surprised about where Nick Sirianni was on some of this stuff. We we're trying to figure out when would this have been? When would the poll question have been? So, the answers given are in, for the Raiders are in regards to Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels was fired at the beginning of November. So, this is at the very latest, this poll was done November, beginning of November, which would be when, at the beginning of November, the Philadelphia Eagles were 8-1 and one in the bye week, just coming off of beating the Cowboys. Yeah. So, things had not completely fallen apart yet.
4: I want to know about Brian Dayball.
5: So, the results here across the board are really fascinating, and Dayball is one of the and ones that... by the way, that,
4: McCarthy got great grades.
5: Yeah, McCarthy was ninth overall, um, so that's just in... Hey, rank your coach. The on a scale out of ten grade they gave him, he finished ninth. He was fourth in terms of listening to the locker room. He was fourth in the NFL in terms of grades there. Not New York surprising. Giants, Not Brian surprising. Dable. What do you think the grade is that Giants players gave Brian Dable? Seven point one, but like a like the a letter grade because they oh, they have to do a letter grade. A minus. Oh, thirteenth in the NFL. One hundred percent of players feel Brian Dable is efficient with their time. That's first overall in the NFL. Wow. Thirteenth overall wow. in the NFL. Players feel like Brian Dable is very willing to listen to the locker room.
3: Now, you know what a you know what a fan is gonna say in New York? Oh, he's just not working him hard enough. Yeah. Like he's letting him out of the building too quick. Yeah, yeah.
5: Exactly. That that's the fallback that you have. But again, we when we talk about coaches that could have been let go or coaches that were moved on from for instance, let's jump over to Washington. I think people generally like Ron Rivera, like like as a person. They like him as a, a coach and a, like as a leader and a, somebody who who deals with personalities. Whereas Dayball, we've heard is a little gruff. Dayball was 13th in the NFL. Ron Rivera was graded 31st in the NFL by his players. Wow. And he got fired. And so is it a case where if they think you're a good
4: coach, it'll save you? I'd like to know about Dan Campbell and Sean Payton. So Andy Reid graded out the best with this overall Andy Reid was the number
5: one overall head coach based on these rankings he got an a plus a 9.77 out of 10 was the individual ranking that was tops in the NFL so he's he's way up the top Detroit and Dan Campbell Detroit and Denver are right next to each other Dan Campbell grade gentlemen a a plus plus a plus he was third overall in these rankings. Uh, Lions players give high ratings to Dan Campbell, making him the third highest ranked coach in the NFL. 91% of players feel the coach is efficient with their time, which was 16th in the NFL. The players, though, feel like Dan Campbell is very willing to listen to the locker room. That was third overall. Jump over to Sean Payton, who I think we feel like it's a very complicated first year for him.
4: Very, very nice start. Good start. Messy finish.
5: Yeah, and it it was something where, I, I mean, they actually started really horribly. And then they turned it around and then it finished awfully yeah. again. And there were questions about personality, like how he was grading on players. So Sean Payton is 17th in the NFL. So right middle of the pack, a minus you only, only the media is fooled by Sean Payton. The players like McCarthy better. Only 72% of players feel that head coach Sean Payton is efficient with their time. That was 27th in the NFL. The players feel that Sean Payton is somewhat willing to listen to the locker room. That was 24th in the NFL and so, I, I mean, he's... It's interesting. There was a clip yester- that had taken place at the Combine that I wanted to get y'all's thoughts on since we're talking about Sean Payton. Uh, Payton, this is cut 15. He was out there talking about and he got killed for this by a, a couple different websites. Deadspin wrote something on it. I think the big lead did. That Sean Payton was killed as being petty for this comment about the quarterback position and how they need to get the next one right.
0: I saw this like humorous meme the other day where there was a Bronco fan with a shirt on and there was like eight quarterbacks names with a cross through it, you know, and, and he's drinking the quarterback Kool-Aid and I, you know, our, our job is to make sure that this next one, you know, doesn't have a line through it.
5: I have no problem with what's said there. No. Is there anything in there that sounds objectionable at all?
3: Nothing. No, he, now he may have said something. He said, I know he said something a while back towards the end of the year that was like, okay, that was, that was uncalled for. I don't remember exactly what it was. That's nothing wrong with that. He's he's,
5: uh, thought of as being a little petty, but to me, like, the the hit here that, like, for instance, the Deadspin one. The headline at Deadspin was, what the hell is wrong with Sean Payton?
4: Yeah. And it says,
5: the Broncos coach continues to badmouth Russell Wilson as if the quarterback is already on another team. Newsflash, he's not. And here's the thing. This is the biggest argument people make is that when he's griping about the quarterback situation, you kind of had your choice of a couple different jobs, and you chose that situation. And so people said, like, dude, you misevaluated that. This one still sits on you a little bit. But to me, I think he's saying this has clearly been an area where we failed is the quarterback position, and I have complete ownership of what happens with the next one, and there better not be a line through
4: it. I would be interested in uh, if Kyle Shanahan is beloved and maybe about Pete Carroll. While you look those up, some of the other takeaways from this NFL players poll that came out with the report cards yesterday, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers charged some players to not have a roommate on road trips. The Buccaneers charged players close to $1,750 to opt out of having a roommate, just like Odyssey used to do. <laughs> used to do. If players had four or less years in the league or were not a starter, they would have a roommate on the road unless they paid the sum. Last year, the Bengals did not provide three meals a day for their players. This year, they do, but only on Wednesdays. Oh, Uh,
3: well, only on Wednesdays.
4: Patriots players felt their weight room facilities were below where they would feel otherwise trained if they weren't in the facilities. Josh McDaniels, who was fired on Halloween, ranked as the worst head coach. Miami and Minnesota coming out 1-2. Then then Green Bay, then Philadelphia, Jacksonville.
5: So Kyle Shanahan, somebody who... I think it's gotten by a little bit. You know when we talk about how when Greg Popovich starts losing, then you start hearing more of like, why is this guy such a jerk? Like it's less funny yeah, than it was. Kyle Shanahan course. I feel is like one of these type of guys too where Shanahan can be kind of kind of a D Surly. in media availability. He he'll He's not afraid to embarrass people who ask him questions that he think are dumb. So what's interesting is he ranked 16th in the NFL in terms of players feeling like he was efficient with their time. He was 14th in terms of listening to the locker room. He comes in graded 7th overall, though, as a head coach. So he gets an A, comes in 7th overall. Pete Carroll, he was ranked 11th in the NFL with an A. So players liked him as a coach with that. 87% of players feel that head coach Pete Carroll was efficient with their time. That was 21st overall. So that's, like, back third of the league. The players feel that Pete Carroll was very willing to listen to the locker room. That was 15th overall. I was... Really excited to see what the feedback was going to be on Josh McDaniels because we heard how toxic and awful that was. Yeah. He gets a D. Players are actively in that locker room playing for him, probably giving like, what do you grade him out of 10? A three. Like, I mean, I would Uh, love to know how bad this was. So it says the players gave former head coach Josh McDaniels the lowest head coaching score in the NFL only 39% of players felt like McDaniels was efficient with their time. That was dead last in the NFL. He also ranked least likely to listen to his locker room of any NFL head coach. To provide some context for their dip in the ranking from last year, if Josh McDaniels received an average score compared to the other head coaches in the league, the Raiders would have ranked in the top five overall in this year's overall organizational ranking.
4: And, of course, uh, Jerry Jones, uh, he got a B grade but ranked 19th. Out of the ownership. Which means somebody ranked
3: him 30th.
4: Yeah. Well, did you see? So that's improvement. (laughs) How about this news yesterday, late late last night? A judge upheld the decision that Jerry must take a paternity test to determine whether he is the father of a 27-year-old woman who sued him in 2022, according to the Dallas Morning News. On, on, you all want to talk?
5: You starting to feel that chill in the air, <laughs> the, the the chill of Don Van Nata's presence in the Metroplex. Like he's coming for
3: another story. I think it needs to happen on the show.
4: The reveal, we we, we give him
5: the the morning test. Go,
4: Bobby goes to Indianapolis and hands him a cup and oh, swab, just swab him. <laughs> How embarrassing! I mean, this whole thing is embarrassing. It's, a, it's very embarrassing. It really. Is. This very is and it makes it and, and 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 look, I could be wrong. In all this, makes it look like that Jerry is is the father. Where's Maury? Where,
3: where's Maury? Where's Maury?
4: I, Dr. Phil.
5: I, I mean, honestly, that's the biggest thing, is that that's what it comes across as, is that it just feels like... He, he's trying that to that avoid You're, you're trying to avoid the putting on the record what you don't want on the record. Well,
4: it, if I was his defense attorney, I would say, no, we don't want to do this because the, the whole thing is embarrassing. Like, number one, my defense is he's not the father, and number two is to sit there and have to go through this it's it's a little bit humiliating. It's a little bit embarrassing. So that's why we don't want to do it. But from a perception standpoint, uh, I'm gonna guess. I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna guess. Jerry is not happy about this whatsoever. And it seems like he's the dad. It seems like that.
5: Zero. Yeah. Zero chance. This is. I mean, this is something they fought for two years now. There there is no chance that this is something that they're happy with at all. Um. One more note really quickly, because I think you're gonna find this fascinating, Sean. The first off, the second graded head coach in the NFL, any guesses, it's a guy you are a big fan of, Sean, and got rave reviews Sean in the survey. Steichen. Kevin O'Connell in Minnesota. Ooh. People love him. And they
3: do. So, he, seems like a, he seems like he's a, like that. He'd be a great guy to play. him, him
5: with cousins on the quarterback thing that's really I, showed where showed where how good him. he was. Now the bottom three head I'd coaches. I'd also be
3: interested in hearing Vrabel.
5: So I'll I'll jump down to Vrabel really quick. The bottom three head coaches all got fired. Ron Rivera, uh, Josh McDaniels, and then Arthur Smith. Uh, Really quickly on Vrabel, he was 22nd. 94% of players felt he was efficient. That was 13th overall. They felt he was somewhat willing to listen to the locker room. We're seeing this consistency. People from the New England culture are only somewhat willing to listen or not at all. But what's interesting is the next two coaches after the bottom three, New Orleans' Dennis Allen finished 29th in this. And he was somebody who had them competing the whole way, has been in the building for a long time. And this one stunned me. 28th in the NFL, Kevin Stefanski in Cleveland, who a lot of people think should be coach of the year. Only 70% of players felt he was efficient. That was 29th in the NFL. And they said he was only somewhat willing to listen to them. That was 23rd in the NFL.
4: Below the belt right here on your home of the Cowboys, the spring training MVE delivers again in the Rangers clubhouse. And a member of the world champs calls out the morning show. Final hour. Sean and RJ starts after this.
0: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix,